Hello, and welcome to Geek Between the Lines, the podcast that normally explores compelling themes in some of our favorite geeky properties. I'm Brittany. And I'm Chris. And this week, we are doing another sorting chat. Yeah. And we are going to be sorting characters from Avatar Last Airbender, basically Team Avatar and friends. Yeah. So we haven't done a sorting chat for Avatar yet, uh, at not. least not on air. it's the kind of thing that you and i would discuss quite a bit but for sure um we thought we should share that with with the internet with our friends (laughs) online you're welcome (laughs) so why don't we start with the one and only ang ang he's a little hard to place he is because sometimes he can be very kind of philosophical Mm -hmm. which has ravenclaw-ish overtones Mm -hmm. but i really love play mm-hmm. and he's clever mm-hmm. so i could see some ravenclaw there but at the end of the day i think you know he he fights for what he believes in and even though he's a little kid he is willing to take on you know the fire lord he's willing mm-hmm. to take on somebody who has trained for so much longer than him is so much bigger and you know older and everything than him which does seem kind of Gryffindor yeah I think that he is Gryffindor because you know not only is it that he is willing to take on the Fire Lord but that he's not willing to betray his own convictions and his own ideals in that mm-hmm. fight and I feel like that's a very Gryffindor thing. The, the idea of, of if you become your enemy to defeat your enemy, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that's a problem. And I, I see that very central to Aang. Um, and I think that's a very Gryffindor thing. So I, I, I would put him as Gryffindor. He's a much less sullen, pouty Harry. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> with a, with a, a hint of uh, Fred and George in him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what about Katara? I think Katara has to be Gryffindor as well. Yeah, I agree. She she's much braver than Aang is naturally. Mm -hmm. I think Aang, I mean, rightly so. He he's smarter than most Gryffindors. Like he's scared and Mm -hmm. he can't sleep before the fight and everything. And Katara. You know, she is super courageous and yeah, she just will not stand for things and she will make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that her secondary is much more Hufflepuff than Aang's as well because I think that she believes in loyalty in a way that Aang doesn't. Or that, that it, it not that she believes in it, but that, that it's more powerful for her than it is for Aang. Like, and that's one of the reasons why she it was hard for her to warm to Zuko. Is because mm-hmm. that loyalty to what he and the Fire Nation did to her family. Mm-hmm. What about Sokka? I think Sokka's a Ravenclaw. Sokka is a hard one to place. <laughs> I think that Sokka is... I mean, he loves science. He does love science. Can your science explain <laughs> the weather? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think that Sokka also is you know, that comes in with his planning, you know? He's a tactician. He is someone who's about strategy and about finding, you know, the best ways to create a plan. And I think that that is a very kind of Ravenclaw-esque style. 
But I, I mean, maybe not because he also like he doesn't love learning necessarily, but he, I think, has faith in it and faith in logic and faith in strategy in ways that I think define him more than defines any other character in the series. Mm-hmm. I mean, in some ways, I could see him as a Hufflepuff because he's loyal to science, mm. right? He He's committed to it and he believes in it, yeah. And like you said, he has faith in it. And then he also is hardworking, right? He, Definitely. He works really hard to become a good fighter and then to become a good sword master. Like, he has to work harder than others do and, and he's willing to put in that work. But also he has a little a little strand of Slytherin in there where he's like, I like stuff. Mm. Like, I, I really like this man bag and I really want a falcon and I really want this, what was it, the, the bending tournament belt. Mm. Like, ooh, look at this cool weapon. <laughs> like, so he, he does have a little bit of that enjoying status. But, but does he like it for status or does he like it because the things are cool? Like he doesn't have falcony because he likes to show off that he has a falcon. He has it because he wants to have a falcon. <laughs> it's true. But I don't know. I think he likes to be set apart a bit. Mm. Well, well so, so where are we going to place him? <laughs> he could be a raven puff. A raven puff. Yeah, I think that he's kind of, I definitely see the hard work. Um, as an integral to him and and that loyalty you know he wouldn't leave if Katara didn't leave you know mm-hmm. he's leaving to go with her not to go with Aang yeah well and he you know he stayed and tried to defend the whole southern water tribe right mm-hmm. he wanted to go with his father and then he was like okay if I'm staying I'm gonna do this right and I'm gonna be in charge of all these things and you know he was trying to I think be loyal to his father in that way mm-hmm yeah, I, th- I think my, my, my one of the reasons I don't want to just, like, say he's a Hufflepuff is because, like, I feel like that's such a trope that, like, the unpowered person <laughs> is the Hufflepuff, is the heart or whatever, you yeah. know? And I think that that's, that's true to an extent for Sokka, but I think that, that he's so much more than that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and uh, it's very Ravenclaw-ish for him, you know, with Avatar Day, mm-hmm. to be like, well, let's investigate this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Yeah, like look into motives and and all of that, you know. Do his little Sherlock Holmes yeah. thing. Yeah, that's so. absolutely true. Yeah, he can be a Ravenpuff. Okay, okay. What about Toph? Toph's a Slytherin. <laughs> Toph is so she does ambitious. Want to be? The, yeah, <laughs> she even loves being the Melon Lord. Oh, totally. <laughs> when she's given the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, no, she she is. <laughs> Like, she loves status, and she loves acclaim, you know? Mm-hmm. She loves to be shown to be amazing and, and, and better than other people, you know? I mean, that, that's why she was in those bending exactly. tournaments. <laughs> Fighting the boulder? Exactly. Yes, yes. Exactly. So I, I would for sure say that she's a Slytherin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that. <laughs> and Zuko? Zuko. Zuko definitely has some Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. He is loyal mm-hmm. to the point when he can't be loyal anymore. It, like, breaks him. Yeah. And I think he also is really hardworking because 
everything came naturally to Azula and he had to work really hard and, and he did. And I think I'm trying to find an example of it. It just seems like to me, he would kind of have this affinity for fair play. Well, the... Oh, yeah, the Agni Kai. Yeah, the Agni Kai, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think that he... Yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with him there. I, I totally agree. I think you're absolutely right. And and also, I think not only are those things true, but, like, I don't see him as any of the other ones, you know? He doesn't really have a desire for learning for learning's sake. Like, it's always, what is this going to do for me, you know, mm-hmm. when Iroh's trying to teach him how to do things? He's mm-hmm. not particularly brave, and he doesn't stand up for what he believes in, you know? Mm-hmm. That is his journey, is finally gaining that bravery and finally getting that sense of self that he starts standing up for that. And I don't particularly think that he is necessarily ambitious you know i think that he or 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 cunning i think that that, that's azula you know Mm -hmm. but hey we're not sorting her that's true i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's other people maybe in the show um but i think that (laughs) other family members (laughs) that he he you know he believes in like his honor but mm-hmm. he doesn't believe in it because he wants to be the Fire Lord, necessarily. He does it because of something that's more integral to him. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that, that yeah, that, that is more kind of ideas of loyalty to the nation than it is to loyalty to himself or, or, or ambition for himself. And he's fine to give it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that you're absolutely right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... Now we can move on to a couple friends, so let's mm. look at Iroh. Iroh? He's a Ravenclaw. I mean, is he a Ravenclaw? He's the only person who, one, figured out a new way to bend, mm-hmm. like, at least in the Fire Nation that we know of, and who wants to learn from other other tribes and other nations and other bending techniques. Mm-hmm. And that's to me very ravenclaw yeah i can see that i guess i suppose i can also see meditation and that kind Mm. of like his like stillness being you know certainly not ambitious well and wisdom Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah he's definitely very wise yeah so yeah i know we haven't talked about that one before because you know sokka (laughs) i was thinking hufflepuff in particular because of the hard work Mm -hmm. um because you know how he, when he's in prison, like, while he's there, gets himself buff again and, like, ready to, to break out, like... But I think that's only because he's like, I know I need to do this, so I'll do it. Before he was perfectly fine not having <laughs> That's true. That's not necessarily his, uh, his dream life, you know, that's mm-hmm. just to make his, his tea, so... Well, so. and if you think about the fact with the dragons, right, that he was supposed to do something and he didn't because he believed in the the ancient sun people right and he's just like no i'm not going to destroy all this civilization and everything here Mm -hmm. because like this is too valuable Mm. which i think is very ravenclaw yeah i can see that but he is also very loyal to zuko yeah so yeah i think probably secondary it would be hufflepuff but i think he's He's more Ravenclaw. You've convinced me. Well done. Yeah. Hashtag Ravenclaw. <laughs> well, what about Suki? Suki. She has some Hufflepuff in her too, I think. Like, these warriors are pretty 
loyal to their island, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, have traditions that have been passed down. But they're also willing to leave it for, you know, a cause. Obviously, very hardworking. Mm-hmm. But I see a lot of Gryffindor in her, too. I do, too. I think that she's very, very brave. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's something that, that's really amazing in her character. Because, yeah, she never once has Sokka's issues with not being a bender, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she's a warrior, and that's it. And she's going to do what she thinks is right no matter what. And, yeah, I would definitely say that she's a Gryffindor. Yeah, I agree. So there's a lot of half-puffs. Mm-hmm. And only one Slytherin. That's true, yeah. So we, we've talked about this off-air, but some people have tried to make comparisons in the houses to the elements, right? There's four houses. There's typically four elements. Mm-hmm. Um, and so seeing how those might be kind of uh, crossover. And so a lot of times, you know, Hufflepuff is a badger. Seems very earthen, you know, hardworking, loyal, mm-hmm. you know, steadfast. Gryffindor is fire. Uh, mm-hmm. Ravenclaw is air. It's a, a raven, mm-hmm. an eagle. And then Slytherin is water with a, a snake being kind of a movement in a kind of watery way i guess mm-hmm. um what's your take on those comparisons especially in light of the elements in avatar yeah i don't think it works like it it doesn't just cut and dry mm-hmm. fall into the right categories i think ravenclaw does make sense for air because they're nomads and they live kind of away from society and they're much more philosophical yeah, it's about kind of a bring, bringing in wisdom and understanding, you know, mm-hmm. even if that's that's kind of distancing yourself from material life. Mm-hmm. So that one I think fits. I would say how we see most firebending, I will put them with Slytherin. Mm. But I think according to like the origins of firebending, I could see that as Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And I mean, you could... Because it comes from within, right? Which is a very Gryffindor thing. Yeah. I suppose you could argue that Firelord Sozin is like a Gryffindor gone bad, you know, (laughs) trying to do what he thinks is right, no matter the consequences, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to bring order to the world or what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, But but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Well, Earth is interesting because you definitely have like, it's the big power, like kingdoms and like these you know ancient things going back that have like very specific power structures Mm. and whatnot which you could kind of see as a slytherin type of thing and i mean especially in bossing say you can kind of see how society is structured Mm. around this like ideal for eliteness Mm -hmm. so i guess i could kind of see that um, As Hufflepuff or Slytherin? Slytherin. Interesting. So, but they're typically good. No, I know. That's why I would so say you think that. They, d- they don't seem like that? I don't think that one quite fits. I'm okay. trying to think. But the Water Tribe. See, the Water Tribe I would see more as Hufflepuff. Interesting. Why is that? Because they're just these two tribes who seem so loyal to their traditions and who have like these very specific practices and they don't seem to venture out much they're not like oh let's explore like they kind of stay where they are and 
I mean, if you're going to live in the Arctic, like, you got to be work. hardworking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, though, that the Water Tribe, I think their use of bending is the most cunning, um, other than maybe the airbenders. But I think that, that the amount of uses that you can use with water bending, healing, mm-hmm. blood bending, you know, bending plants, I think is, is yeah, is very cunning. Mm-hmm. I agree. But if we're, if we're looking at resourceful, I think they could be that. But also I think earthbenders are very resourceful as well. Because they only have like this one thing to do something with. And if you, if you look at when they do that like see Jean Bossing say, mm. like just all of the stuff that Toph does is so cool. And I think like super resourceful with only one bit and also when you look at um what is the place called where boomy is the, i know what you're talking about that yeah, also was um, super resourceful i think mm-hmm. yeah that, that was really great with the the kind of shoots and things like that mm-hmm. yeah so i would maybe swap those two yeah okay makes sense interesting yeah. well i think that's gonna wrap it up for us you can find us on social media by searching for geek between the lines on facebook instagram twitter or pinterest you can also go to our website, bit.ly slash geekbetweenthelines, or go to our Patreon site at patreon.com slash geekbetweenthelines. We also want to thank Kimberly Taylor Pastel at Lacelet for designing our logo. You can find her designs at lacelet.com or searching for Lacelet on Facebook or Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Till then, geek, geek out! out.